0: Hello Taylor, thanks for joining us today on VOV's Cultural Rendezvous. What is the very first thing we should know about Australian sense of humour? Australian humour has a long history that can be traced back to our
1: origins as convict colonies. It is therefore no surprise that a national sense of humour quickly developed that responded to those conditions. Our humour is dry, full of extremes, anti-authoritarian, self mocking and
0: ironic. We heard the expression no worries allowed. Is that a signature of your country? It is. This is funny but true. So
1: the biggest thing you need to know is the fact that the country itself is the ultimate joke. There's a famous saying about Australia that you can be killed by thousands thousands of things that you can never think of. For example, beautiful day, you decide to go to the beach and surf some waves. But the wave you surf into could contain a shark or a riptide and when you get back home your house could have been burnt to the ground in a bushfire. That's where the whole no worries thing comes from. The worst may not happen to you yet so don't worry.
0: That sounds horrifying. It sounds like I need someone to punch me in the face if I ever propose to spend my holiday in Australia. But tell us more about humour in your country. Okay, the first characteristic of our
1: sense of humour is very black. In many cultures it is considered poor taste to find humour in difficult circumstances, but Australians always look for the brighter side. This is perhaps our strongest reference to our brutal past, where humour was a means of coping with a bad situation. An example of this is the naming of a swimming pool in Melbourne. In 1967, Harold Holt, Prime Minister, disappeared while swimming in the ocean. He was also a Municipal Council member of Melbourne City. I don't know whether they did it on purpose or not, but eventually a swimming complex in Melbourne was named after him. And then we have the Harold Holton Memorial Swimming Pool in Melbourne.
0: That's so crazy. I don't believe it. That would be considered extremely rude and unacceptable in Vietnam. But that's us. That's Australia. Please tell us more. This is fascinating.
1: Another thing is that we have a strong anti-authoritarian humour. Again, a reflection of our past. This aspect has been in evidence since colonial times where the ability to make a policeman or a judge laugh often meant the difference between the prison or harsh labour and freedom. Another case. A convict named Billy Blue who arrived in Sydney after stealing a small amount of sugar, was notorious among officials for his creative and humorous explanations of his law-breaking. But that talent actually kept him from being locked up on so many occasions. There's one time he got caught smuggling alcohol, and his explanation was that he just kept finding liquor floating in the Sydney Harbour, and had been caught before he could repeat this to the authorities. The authorities believed this explanation and Billy was free to continue his adventures. Billy Blue later went on to become friends with Governor Macquarie.
0: No way! How could he get away with that? How could that be possible? I don't know. Crazy, but it's true. I know one thing about your sense of humor. This may be seen in other cultures, but I think it is most characteristic in the country is self-deprecating, right?
1: Correct. Australians also have a strong tradition of targeting themselves as objects of humor. A regular on the stand-up circuit is comedian Steady Eddie, who has cerebral palsy and uses his disability as material for his routines. One of his gags talks about how hard it is for him to find love. Whenever he sees a beautiful woman, he finds himself pushing. If only she had a limp.
0: I've heard the word walks. Is it related to your way of making fun? Yeah,
1: Australians from ethnic backgrounds also use this type of humour very effectively. That word is used when people whose parents are from Greek, Lebanese or Italian backgrounds call themselves. Performers also mock their ethnic backgrounds and traditions.
0: I think ethnic jokes are popular only at an informal level, am I right?
1: Actually, self-mocking is also common on a national level. Really?
0: Do you have any example of this? Uh,
1: there was one time during the opening of the Sydney Olympics, an obviously a drunk Governor General pronounced Sydney and then knocked over the microphone. It was a shameful performance that would have most countries scared that they would think they had been worn by a clumsy clown. But most Australians just found it funny and even speculated that if he got sacked for being pissed on the job, he may have a career as a rap singer to fall back on. Please spare me. Yes, it's crazy I know, but that's just us, that's the way we do, in a harsh country where the desert meets the ocean, you will need more than the usual to survive, I
0: suppose. You've changed the way I see Australia. I begin to understand why Melbourne is rated the most liberal city in the world. Thank you for sharing such interesting facts about the Australian sense of humour. I really do hope that I get a chance to visit your extraordinary country.
1: You are very much welcomed. See you someday.